to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one of its chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. Kyle. Yes, sir. Have you ever been a test subject? <gasps> oh, not knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was the gr- okay. That was totally not. I was not prepared for that response. That's fantastic. Okay, so knowingly, I have not either. Mm-hmm. Clearly, people. I mean, you know, we we talk about oh, you know, some sort of experiment being done with people and stuff. It, look, you, obviously, if you've ever been to college, you know that there's always different behavioral studies, or you you know clearly from the history that there have been some sort of kind of funny sort of medical experiments and things like that. We also know from history. Stanford experiment and apparently the Harvard experiment. Yeah. And there's also horrific experiments. Oh, oh, this is about to take, this is about to take a dark turn, isn't it? This is where we have one of those episodes where like, you know, let's bring some enlightenment to everyone. Right. (laughs) So when I was doing my research for this, I thought, well, let me see if I can find something about, you know, what's the oddest or what is the weirdest experiment? And unfortunately I'm going to take a dark turn for a second because I could never heard of this and I totally have to share this. Okay. Outside of wartime, I'm not even going to get into the crazy, horrific things that oh, have happened, right? yeah, yeah. So, have you ever heard of the monster study? I have not heard of the monster study. This blew my mind. 1939, Davenport, Iowa, at the University of Iowa, there was a study, it was on stuttering. And basically what they did is they got 22 orphan children. They broke them up into this two groups. Already, this is already taking oh, a dark Oh, this turn. blew my mind when I read this. So they break them up into two groups. The one group is given nothing but positive speech therapy. Praise on what they're saying, how they're saying it, everything. The other group is given negative speech therapy. Now, a few of the kids in the negative group had were, were, were showing and showing signs of, sort of some sort of speech impediment. Here's what happens over the course of the study. All the kids in the negative group develop stuttering and speech impediments oh the crazy part is and the reason why it's called the monster study when they stopped when they concluded the experiment and they tried to to bring those kids back yeah they could not and those kids had speech impediments for the rest of their lives oh my god like they permanently damaged these kids they permanently damaged Wow. Their speech. And how long ago was this? 1939. So uh, 39. Yeah, that sounds about right. 39. Awful, awful stuff was going on in medical awful science. Awful stuff's in going on in the world, right? Yeah. But here's the crazy thing. So again, of course, they and they never published it. In fact, I don't think the, the official apology from the University of Iowa did not come until 2001. <laughs> like the official apology, like, yeah, we did this. Now here's the crazy. Now the cra- that's horrifying, right? And it mm-hmm. blew my mind. I'm like, are you kidding but then the crazy part of it now is, is that a lot of people who have looked at their looked at their data, has said, you know, they've got the most complete, comprehensive collection of scientific information on studying stuttering. Huh. And what they've learned is, it totally goes to what is right now more or less the modern idea around stuttering is, is that a lot of it does deal with the subject's attitudes, feelings, hmm. and what's influencing them to either praise. Or criticize them. And it just, it blew my mind. I mean, like, it blew my mind, one, just the horror of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a test subject, we're going to get into why I'm bringing even test subjects, yeah. subjects up for this minute. Yeah. But, you know, even out of something horrible, well, okay, here's something that maybe we can actually use for the benefit of people. And <laughs> somehow, we're going to turn that into this minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome let's, to Sawbones. Let's bones. use it oh. for good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because we're uh, now let's let's pivot from that uh, back to 
minute 81 of 2008's oh, yes. uh, entry into the Marvel Universe, The Incredible Hulk, directed by Louis Leterrier. Uh, let's see, we pick up where we left off, which is uh, just a, like a couple seconds of those helicopters coming into town. So we know Ross has, has arrived in New York City, maybe to catch a show. We don't know. Uh, but then we cut back to Dr. Stern's House of Horrors. <laughs> need a shirt of that that's right <laughs> uh so th- we're we're coming in and the, the experiment has concluded uh bruce is cured uh and they're just having their their sort of uh post-experiment talk and uh while the, re- the other two well uh, betty and bruce are wiped dr stearns is elated oh my god he's so excited by what he saw uh so he's like like jumping around the room that was the most extraordinary thing i've ever seen in my entire life like like man uh he's going for it uh, this scene is fantastic uh betty is like like really paying attention and bruce you can tell had uh has been through it like as we've seen from before Post even uh, post transformation, he is like spent. Oh yeah, like oh, like he's just run the Boston Marathon. I mean, like he is wiped. Uh, Betty is trying to get Doctor Stearns to focus again. Like we need to go back and talk about what happened in there. Like what exactly? Like we're scientists now. Let's be scientists. Let's let's talk about what what's going on. Then the techno babble begins. There's a, a lot of just him spouting off a bunch of stuff, so I had to sort of like break down everything and sort of peel back the layers uh, to get down to some of the good stuff. So he starts talking about what he believes causes the transformation from Bruce into the Hulk. So he says the gamma pulse came from the amygdala. I'm like, okay, there we go. Let's just let's just stop right there before we go any farther. What's the amygdala? Well, I did some research on this. I know there's a Batman villain kind of called amygdala, but. That has nothing to do with this. Just you know, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, he's big and strong, and you know, oh. just <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So the amygdala is actually two pieces of the brain. There's there's one on either side, deep deep inside your brain. It's uh, shown to perform a primary role in the processing of memory, decision making, and emotional responses, including fear, anxiety, and aggression. Uh. So this is like when they people talk about like that. Uh, that, that deep down part of your brain, this is what they're talking about. So he's saying that's where all the gamma energy is located. So that's when, when it triggers, that's what's causing the rest of the transformation. So this is what his theory is. I, I don't know if that's true or not, because like, we'll see as, as the Hulk goes on through the MCU. It's not always like, you know, full on anger or fear or anxiety that triggers it. But this is what his, his theory is. Then he gets into super, super, super nerdy talking. He talks very, very fast. So I had to actually go down multiple times to actually get all of the things Well, because there's some alliteration here. A lot of words begin with A. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he says, I think Dr. Ross's primer allows the cells to temporarily absorb the radiation and then it abates. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. I think Dr. Ross's primer. So this is one of the things this movie has not talked about at all. And I only know about because I read these couple pages in the screenplay. Betty's experiment, like the stuff that she was doing, I should call her Dr. Ross because, I mean, she went to medical school. Uh, Dr. Betty Ross um, did something to Bruce before he did the experiment on himself. Her part of the process is something with the cells that changed them to allow them like, to either retain or, or eliminate radiation. So there's something that she put together that is part of the Hulk. So she's the Hulk's mama. She's responsible. She is. She is. Like, so, so her, I mean, you know, not to not to just throw her under the bus or anything, but like it's a positive thing because she is the reason he survived is what Dr. Stearns is saying. He says, 
That's why you didn't die of radiation sickness years ago. Maybe we neutralized those cells permanently, or maybe we just stopped that event. I'm inclined to think the latter, but it's hard to know because none of our test subjects ever survived. And all of a sudden, Bruce goes, whoa, whoa, hold on. What did you say? <laughs> what? What happened? So, but before we get to that, what Dr. Stern says off camera, he's saying, he says, they weren't getting the myostatin primer. Now, all the science nerds who are listening just went, ooh. And I'm going to explain to you why, because this is a really good word for them to be throwing around in here, because it's, somebody did their homework or, or did what I did, which is spent 20 minutes on Wikipedia. Before Bruce has a reaction, this is what's happening, sort of like, you're, we're on Edward Norton's face. You know, we're on Bruce like, whoa, as this line is playing. But the reason that's important is because myostatin, which is also known as growth differentiation factor 8, or GDF8, it's kind of like, well, you know how caffeine doesn't really wake you up, right? So caffeine is not sugar. Caffeine doesn't make it. What caffeine does is goes into your brain and stops the part of your brain that says, hey, you're sleepy. So it blocks it from doing that. Well, myostatin does that, but that's for muscle cells growing. Oh. So it's the thing that says, whoa, I think you've gotten big enough now. We can just stop now. Myostatin. So if Dr. Ross's primer stopped myostatin from going, that's what causes the Hulk's muscles to keep growing because it has blocked all myostatin from telling the body to stop growing muscles. Wow. Boom! Come on! That's a major science in a green guys punch each other kind of movie. You know what's interesting? Imagine this movie being made today. You know this whole sequence would have had? A funky animated sequence explaining all of this. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because that's so great that, okay, I'll be honest, that blew past me, right? Like even yeah. watching it several times. Right. That begs for an animation. You know what it needs? It needs Mr. DNA. <laughs> Just thought of that. That's I mean, good. that, that I would say that is one of the best science exposition gags ever in movie history. Is oh, yeah, Mr. DNA, Like who breaks down the entire theory of Jurassic Park and how yeah. the other dinosaurs work. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. This whole sequence. I mean, he it's filled with so much stuff. I mean, when I made the joke about absorbs and abates. Yeah. Wow, that makes sense. Like yeah. you're sitting here, and even if you have a, a modest understanding of medicine, and which I do, right? Like very modest. <laughs> yes. Like no, but that all made sense. This was yeah. not. This was not just blah blah blah. This no, was. No, it wasn't just like uh, it's the Heisenberg uncertainty compensators. It's like no, you just like you don't just put a bunch of science words together and have them go. Eh. I mean. I'm sure real scientists would be like, that's not exactly how this works. But for a comic book movie, that's kind of, that's pretty smart. That's, uh, no, that's way good. Yeah. So, anyway, so Bruce has this big reaction. Oh, what? Did you say test subjects? I love how excited Tim Blake Nelson is in this whole scene. That he's just like, oh, yeah. giddy. And like, this is, I've been waiting my whole life for this. What I, what I love about Stearns, the way he's playing them, is he's kind of like a mad scientist who never had the budget to actually do any mad science. Oh, and now he's, right. Like, he has, he has, he is right. amoral. Oh, yeah. Like, he has oh, no right. problem experimenting on anybody. Basically, he's just trying to get tenure. Right. Like, he just says, oh, yeah, sure, I would, I would make, a, you know, human-monkey hybrids, but I don't got that kind of budget. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, to pay my rent, I have to coach the volleyball team. Like, you know. Oh wait, I'm just glad you said that. His shirt is that a volleyball or basketball? I I don't know. It, there's a ball on the back, but I can't. I couldn't tell. I thought it was volleyball. No, see, I don't think it's volleyball because volleyballs normally no? are are illustrated with the three patch of lines, and the, and they're kind of going in all different directions. Okay. Or not all different, but like more of like a a, a circular pattern, like a basket pattern. 
This looks like a basketball. You know one of the things that bothered me about this is? Oh, yeah. I guess it does. I'm looking at the picture. Yeah. Now. So we're looking at the picture. Okay. Yeah, one. The, oh, more basketball. Okay. Forgive us. Total segue for a second. Sure. One this thing. Is, this is why they subscribe. Well, no. You're listening. Okay. We're going to talk about it. Okay, we just went <laughs> crazy about the medical beauty of this. Let's talk about his shirt. So he's mm-hmm. got, he's, it's got wildcats. Yes. It's got a ball. I think it's a basketball. Mm-hmm. It says science magnet. It does. <laughs> Is that his nickname or is that their nickname? Or I, what is that? I assume that it, like uh, it, magnet schools are a thing in New York. So I assume that it's a science magnet school. Oh, wow. I thought it was like, I'm not a chick magnet. Oh, he's a, I'm, I'm a, a science, science magnet. magnet baby. Here's the other issue with this. And now I'm, a, I'm about to reveal this. I don't know if anyone caught this. So science magnet, I believe it's a basketball. Wildcats, number 59. Mm-hmm. You know there's a problem with that. I don't know there's a problem with that. Because traditionally, in co- and I believe this is the case now, college basketball, the numbers only go in from zero to five. Because when referees have to call out fouls, they do it with their two hands. Oh. The f- one hand is the first number. The second hand is the, is the second number. Oh, so they can't do nine. So you can't do anything from six to nine because it's always. Oh, so, fif- so 55 fi- is the five, five, right? Like you, like you could five, do five, five. You could do exactly. Oh, exactly. Right. And you could do like, you know, 23, two and three. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have. And, and the NBA is different. I believe the NBA is different. Well, but, but, but he's a coach. So yeah, what, I don't know. I but assume, I still, I but I still see fifty nine, and I'm and somebody, yeah, oh yeah, please, somebody who's a basketball, like a super basketball <laughs> nerd. I'm wondering if, uh, see, now this makes me think I, I'm ill prepared. I'm like wondering if like the leader first showed up in Hulk fifty nine or something like that. And oh, that's what they put on there. I, see, this is why I feel like I should have done research on this, but oh well. I may have to do that in real time, and tell you what happened. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there's gotta be a types to find a thing, and I'm no Hulk. Hulk fifty nine was published uh, August. Was it August thirteenth, two thousand three? Does that sound right? Oh no, no, that that would that would have been that would second volume. Oh, second volume, okay. Because that's the showdown between Hulk and the Absorbing Man. Huh? Nice. Uh, That was a good issue. Incredible. Let me do first appearance. First appearance of leader was in Tales to Astonish number sixty two. So that that. So no hope there. No help there. Tales to Astonish, number 62. Um, if you look at the Incredible Hulk issue number 59, I'm seeing this. Uh, originally printed, I don't see where this is, but it's just this monster unleashed. It's just the Hulk. <laughs> what a surprise. Just on over. Okay. Well, interesting. Well, anyway, yeah, I, obviously, I just thought that was odd. Because if it is basketball, yeah. that just, that just, and a college, again, college basketball, that did strike me. As odd, because this odd has is to have been the made. Choice to because Greenhaven University is not a real thing. So I'm mean, like, this is yes. this is a prompt. Oh yes, so they were they were given specific instructions, right? Or a graphic designer was told this is what we want. So there may be some there may be some further further information we'll have to figure out on 59. If somebody knows that, yes, please contact us. Let us know. Tell us the mystery of the Wildcat shirt. There uh, we go. So, but meanwhile, uh, Stern says. Come with me. Super excited to show them what they want to do. But we can't because now we're out on the street and General Ross has arrived. He, he's arrived with a, with a large vehicle. Yes. I, did you notice how, how every time he shows up, his trucks get bigger? Like the first time he showed up, he was in the, the crappy truck that we found broke down in the favela. Horrible van. The horrible van. Uh, and then the second time he showed up was in the, the uh, TARDIS-esque 
vehicle, the V-150, that was bigger on the inside. Oh, that's right. Uh, and now he has this beautiful Oshkosh Striker. It's actually an aircraft rescue and firefighting vehicle built by the Oshkosh Corporation from Wait. Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh. There are three models of the Striker, the 1500, the 3000, and the 4500. All models are available with a snozzle capable of piercing an aircraft fuselage to dispense fire retardant material with a cabin or cargo area. And the only reason I read that is because I wanted to say the word snozzle. Uh, I snozzle. Snozzle. That's pretty good. Yeah. And who knew they made more than children's overalls? That's right. Overalls and specialized aircraft rescue no, it's from, not. from the same from the same town. Oshkosh, by gosh. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome though because when this did pull up, I said to myself, "Well, that looks strangely familiar." And I grew up, I had like a matchbox of like I think one of these, but it was done in like the fluorescent yellow as like the airport support vehicle. I know. That's great. Seeing stuff like this reactivates my kid yes. Tonka truck yes, phase. Yes, yes, so like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, so it basically it's it's just a redressed fire truck essentially. Oh, okay. Uh, that has, I mean, and they're still making them actually. So if you go to you know the uh, the Oshkosh website, you can see the 2020 models. Wow. Uh, they're all slick and sleek and uh, still doing a good job. So. Well, that's it. That's all that matters, right? They do their job. So, good. That's right. Uh, they sort of walk into this command center, which obviously is not really inside there. <laughs> like, they've, we've, we've gone uh, in a movie magic. We're actually on a little set. But this one, but, but you definitely, this one, there's no, you could definitely see this being inside that vehicle. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And they, and they, but clearly, they've, they've moved up in the world. Right. Because uh, there's more screens. And as we know, more screens equals more money. Rack-mounted stuff and everything. It looks amazing. Yeah, right? It totally looks incredible. Yeah. So, Major Spar, good lover. She says, what's the activity level? And the answer is... Bah, that's it. Not revealed in this minute. We won't find out what the activity level is until minute 82. Now you know why I went on my test subject rant. <laughs> it wasn't... There really was. I mean, you know, we're 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 now we're deep in the third act. We're they are <laughs> ramping up the tension over these next couple of minutes. These, these next couple of minutes are really on edge kind of minutes. In the meantime, if you want to know what's going on with the next reel, you can do so on all of the social media things. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, if a new one has shown up by the time uh, this airs, then we're probably on that one too. You can find us all by searching for the next reel. Not on TikTok though. No TikTok. No. Not no. Not on TikTok. <laughs> Not on nothing, nothing like any of those. No, you can, you can see our sweet, sweet dance moves no. on the next real TikTok. <laughs> I hope not. Watch Andy shake his no. leg. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing any of that. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Well, that was a juicy bye. <laughs>